1: Uh, yeah, the killer's there getting you into a Tuesday morning of sport. We've just had a little milestone uh, moment. 4,000th uh, follower of our Twitter account, at Vossi Brandy, S-E-N, we'll call him out, Joshua Bailey, uh, handle at Joshua Bailey 966. He's joining He's Not a bot, real person. Looks like a big football fan has joined us. We'll now call him Mr. 4,000, if he ever calls in. Mr. 4,000 will be his official title. So thank you for the support on our Twitter account today. Uh, we are running a poll, and it's all to do with this story around, and it's it blindsided us a little, I must admit. Brandy and I had no idea there were things in club land, in club football land in the NRL, T1 games, as opposed to week to week. Now, South Sydney fans, this Friday night at a Roosters' home game, will be charged $90 for a seat that would normally cost $50. <laughs> like, an 80 80- percent price hike um is that fair cop now we're having a lot of bad fun between roosters and south sydney fans and and that can continue but i i just think in more general terms i don't think i the, the game's strong the game's great but i don't think fans should be gouged like that brandy your thoughts uh look it's a big
2: stadium Vossie. i don't think they need to charge that sort of money um, for visiting fans, so it is South's members, isn't it? Sitting in the South Sydney yep. supporter area, bay, that, a set bay, are, correct? The set bay that are that are they're asking for ninety dollars uh, per ticket. That's uh, that's too much, and yeah, I don't think it should happen. But other clubs do. Um, I, I think other clubs do it in a different type of way. And this one from Barry says, Panthers over the years have not accepted junior player passes for certain games if they ah, think it's true. going to be a sellout. That's true. But yeah, but that's so different. That's not... That is different. That's, that, well, that's different. That's right. That's different. That's the availability going to sell out.
1: So we're having um, our poll on our Twitter account. Is it fair that the Roosters are charging Rabbitohs fans $90 per seat, an 80% price hike, uh, to sit in their supporters bay at Allianz Stadium this Friday? Uh, it's up there on our Twitter account, at... Vossi Brandy Sen, and at the moment, yes, twenty percent, no, eighty percent, is the reaction from fans, and that's not specifically South fans um, voting the eighty percent. I think this is a poll that all fans can have their say uh, on. I, I just think too much. Um, if there was, when I think about it, if there's a small hike, and by that I'm I'm talking ten, twenty percent, I could probably cop that, but I think eighty percent in one hit is is totally beyond the pale.
2: Can you help us with this one, Vossi? Bakes says, Morning, boys. I remember the NRL having half price tickets
1: for away fans a few years ago. Correct me if I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure about that, Well, it's not the NRL.
1: See, it's not the NRL that do that. No, it'd be the clubs. The clubs are in charge of their own destiny in that regard. I've given the example of the EPL and anyone who's been over to England and and has a knowledge of away fans, they they pay a flat rate no matter what stadium they're going to be at Old Trafford, be it uh, going to an Arsenal home game, be it a Bournemouth home game, it is a flat rate, a set allotment of tickets that are no more than thirty pounds for away supporters. Even though a home supporter might be paying double that, the away team gets that bargain price ticket. Now they're a big competition, obviously, and that doesn't matter contrast. whether they're that
2: doesn't matter whether they're going to the twelve thousand seat stadium at Bournemouth That's or correct. the yep.
1: or, or the seventy thousand seat. At Manchester at Old Trafford, correct. Same, correct, same. correct. That's mm-hmm. it. So, that, but the the allotted number um, varies on the size of the stadium. But all members, that's available to ticketed members of the um, of of the uh, clubs in the EPL, one of the biggest sports leagues in the world. Uh, this half hour, by the way, we, we said right at the top of the program, a guest we're looking forward to having a chat with later in the show is St George Illawarra Dragons forward Blake Laurie. Front row, who on the weekend scored his second try. Sunday night, second career try. Now through 104 games. Shout out, Alex Twale. 104 games, no tries. Try disallowed on the weekend. Um, hope things are okay. Present thoughts with uh, Alex. Uh, Darren on the text, the Edgewater Home Tech says, Hi, Vossi and Brandy. You guys should be proud of how your excellent show can attract the minority groups, such as Rooster Supporters. <laughs> the ants, uh ticket prices reported is a disgrace, and whilst I can afford to take my Souths family, why would I? Why would I pay almost double for a club game? This game never ceases to amaze me how it cannibalises itself. Wouldn't it be great to fill the ground? The Roosters' only way of defending their lack of support is to charge ridiculous prices. They would be outnumbered 10 to 1. Laughable. That is a heavy-hitting attack. South v Roosters right there. But this was mm. always going to happen. There's foundation yep. to the, the slagging match today.
2: Uh, the Kingswood welder says, "I don't have Twitter uh, to vote, but I think it's fair for the Roosters to charge more. They want to attract a higher class of supporter. Example, ones with teeth and a job.
1: It's getting a bit. It's getting a bit old. <laughs> it, is. Is <laughs> it, it
2: is. this sort of? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. The, the crack. Well, is this like, um, you know, what you're talking about the abuse at football?
1: I mean, this is. This yep. is starting to get personal." It is getting going a little bit too far. Um, in relation to the uh, Latrell Mitchell um, story and what uh, Michelle Bishop um, reported, uh, pointed by one of our listeners, if you went to work and called someone that term, you would be sacked. And and this is what I'm saying. I mean, I'll hop on my high horse again, and, and just it it's more than just anything uh, racial. It's just abuse of our athletes. It's just. It's just not its not right at all. You go along to sport, enjoy the athletes, enjoy the show. I mean, you don't go along to a concert and if, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, they'll throw them in the mix. Now, they weren't that good, but you don't stand there and call them a bunch of, you know, whatever, F-wits or what, you know what I mean? They weren't that good, but you're not abusing them personally, are you? I mean, so I the same principle it. applies. It's sport. It's entertainment. It's sport. Have a day out. Boo the away team. Boo the ref. Tell them their eyes are painted on. And then just enjoy the day, win, lose, or draw. Can we reach that point? Can we be that adult? And teach your kids that as well. The personal abuse towards athletes is an absolute no-go. Simple as that. Yeah. Simple as Rooster
2: that. Rooster Med's worried about Tom Petrovsky and says, maybe we should put out a police report, missing, missing persons.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, This one, Morning VB, if you're a Souths fan, just buy tickets in the Roosters Bay if they are cheaper, as Roosters fans don't show up to games anyway. Curdo from Liver. So Curdo may have a point there. So Lieutenant Dan, let's bring him in. Our resident uh, Rooster fan. Here he is. Hello. uh, Mr. Latte Sipper. Um, Now, Roosters Fans Bay, you are a member. Yeah. So I paid at the start of the year. At the start of the year and a portion over the game. So any knowledge of what the... If if a South fan wanted to sit amongst the Roosters fans,
3: uh, I'll that? have a look. But I think it was fifty or sixty dollars. But I'll check. Ooh, I'll check go. out.
1: Check it out for you. We've cracked the Da Vinci Code here. South fans, don't sit in your bay. Go, go, <laughs> ambush the I, Roosters' bay. I Bays. wouldn't recommend There's that. There's the solution. No, bad There's bad the idea. solution. Buy up two hundred tickets in the Roosters' bay. Turn the red, white, and blue into the red and green. A, we've helped out the world here, helping humanity.
2: Uh, Nick says, uh, you'd think a club that struggles to get the players' partners' family to watch them, let alone a fan, would do whatever they could to encourage a big crowd in this week's Derby. Uh, Clearly, you you can't expect too much from a club with history littered with being despicable. Just another reason why they'll forever be in our shadow. Up the bunnies, says Nick. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: ain't Nick Uh, Politis, let me tell you.
2: Yeah. But Port Macquarie Paul says, a month ago, what price would have you got off sports bet if Matt Kooneman... About Matt Kuhnman opening the bowling and the batting for Australia and Blake Laurie yeah. to be in the top 20 try scorers.
1: That is, um, that's amazing. That's a big price. That's, that's a great port. point. That's a great point. This one here says, Vossi, so you're condoning ref abuse but not athlete abuse. Any R refs on athletes? No, Nusa Bronco, you're not hearing me. I'm talking about a fun side to things, personal abuse. Deliver as Ah, oh, their eyes are painted on. Get them on side ref and all of that. You can go along to the game and do that. It's not calling out, hey, you know, Ben Cummins, you're A. That's not yeah. a go. But the general fun that we've done since 1908 is allowed. The booing of the opposition team when they run out. The booing when they get a penalty. The booing you know, of anyone who does a high tackle against your team. That's fine. That's fine. Just leave the personal abuse out. It's bronco. Can't be any more uh, clear than that. 13 and a half after seven. Mark Karianis, young MC, is on the line.
4: And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis
3: MC, yes, Brandy, Vossie, how are we, fellas?
2: Going good, fire. mate. Going good. Uh, James Tedesco gets an extra year. What do you What do you make of it?
3: Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. I think it's a good deal for for the Roosters and um, for, for Teddy. What it um, creates the intrigue, I guess, is around Joseph Suwalehi. Um, Suwalehi is off contract at the end of 2024. That's when Tedesco's current deal was, was going to expire, but he's done a, a further 12 months. So, um, you know, the, the question will be, does you know does lehi wait and, and play and a wing for the next couple of years or does rugby become a, a genuine option for him?
1: Yeah, rugby. Well, did you did you just say rugby union an option uh, again? Is it going to happen with him? I I think the Roosters won't let that happen, will they?
3: Mm, I, you know, rugby are going to get a scalp at some stage, bossy. I've got no doubt about that, and um, I think young Tuacula from uh, Manly um, is definitely a, a chance or definitely a, a, an option for for Eddie Jones. You know what Eddie Jones is like; he's pretty bullish. He's made it clear that you know he, he wants a target, he wants to create a headline and and draw a line in the sand. So I think there will be a an NRL player in the next you know 12 to 18 months. It does affect.
2: So with their with their uh, uh, they they seem very keen to sign an NRL player. Um, and whether mm. that's for for look for perception, um, but what that the, the position that that puts the NRL player in, Michael, is that a, a position of strength and the ability oh, yeah. to get a lot a lot more money than he would get mm. in any other circumstance
3: yeah, yeah. and that's why I, I point to someone like cooler because you know like you know there's talk around um, Sua Leahy and, and Ken Murray or well, that you know cam Murray's already going to be one of the highest mm. paid players in the competition right so I don't think the money is going to be hugely different but if you've got someone like cooler who's played you know thirty first grade games or, or whatever the case may be he's off contract at the end of Next year, mainly have already put a, a significant upgrade to him. But, you know, his salary could jump 600000 You know what I mean? So that's yes, a huge... a yeah. double. That, that's, that's a huge gap. So that's, 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 uh, that's where my concern will be. Rather than, the, you know, like, like a Will Penasini or a one of those young rising stars who, who could leapfrog, you know, where the market value is for a centre in the NRL.
1: And who had a background in rugby as schoolboys. That's right. Exactly. Now, the common denominator here is GPS schools who are yep. so mm. scared, so goddamn scared of rugby league, will not let their kids play rugby league. All these names you're mentioning, Penasini, Cola, Swali'i, went to GPS rugby schools, played rugby. That's Cam why, Murray. which I said, well, Cam Murray, uh, Bailey Simonson's another mm. who played rugby. Yeah. Um. How about you let them play rugby league at GPS schools? Why don't you do that? Then you'll get better. If, if you're saying your rugby league athlete's the athlete that you want for rugby union, well, let them play rugby league. Let them have the choice of league and union or play both at GPS rugby level. Let me tell you at Newington uh, this year, um, Michael, I, I've heard that of their year 11s, 14 of the 15 of the first 15 are signed with rugby league clubs. <laughs> they, yeah, they play rugby go. league outside of the college. So, mm. GPS Rugby, mm. let's break down the wall and let let the kids, the boys, Ooh, play Rugby League. Let that's them play Rugby wall. League. <laughs> very old. It's, <laughs> it's, like it's
0: a wall.
2: very old wall. I don't think you'll be yeah. breaking it down. be great, but yep. good luck breaking mm. it down. There's, there's no doubt that Rugby League needs to get involved. Like, okay. there needs to be more involvement league in schools, full stop. Yeah. Andrew, there's so, yeah. many, so many schools play rugby. Right, well, My question is, why? Mm. Anyway, uh, the it's Knights. Teamless well. Tuesday. Um, Newcastle are going to have trouble naming a side.
3: Yeah, well, they've only got 28 players contracted, and, and you know, they're, they've they got a growing casualty award. We know Callum Ponga, Jaden Braley won't play. Jacob Saifidi won't play. Tyson Frizzell's long odds, Jack Johns is um, struggling, um, you know, throw in uh, Adam Elliott, who, who won't be back. He's re-aggravated that groin. Kurt Mann hurt his shoulder um, at training last week, so he won't be back. And then you've you got some young guys like Dylan Lucas in, in reserve grade who uh, suffered a hamstring injury. So they've gone to the NRL and said, look, we need some um, dispensations some uh, allowances to play players outside our, our top at 28. A, a couple of development players may make the debut for... Newcastle, but they're struggling at the moment to put, you know, uh, to name 20 odd players to, to play um, today. So it's going to be interesting to see what sort of squad they do come up with.
2: Uh, now, the NRL, we've been talking about this for, for some time, Michael. The uh, NRL are considering a mandatory 11 day stand down for concussion?
3: Yeah, it's, it will happen at some stage, I think. It's just a matter of, of how long uh, or how many days um, players will, will have to. Um, stand down in terms of after they suffer a, a concussion. At the moment, um, it's, it's impossible under the NRL guidelines to, to play five days after a concussion. So that's why Jaden Braley and, and Callum Pong are automatically ruled out. So if you've got a five-day turnaround, which are pretty rare, but they do happen occasionally in the draw, um, you can't play the following week for, for your club side. So um, at them, you know, a lot of governing bodies have managed to stand down in the NRL and waited just to get a gauge on exactly what number
1: they think is It looks like they're going to land it somewhere around 11. Yeah, we had Dr Antonio DiDio on um, the program last week. This is very much independent of the whole medical system now of the NRL and independent of the independent doctors even. And his uh, opinion and, and expertise is that 11 days is the absolute minimum for adults. And when we asked him about teenagers, uh, boys and girls, for a concussion, we are talking three weeks, mandatory stand-down, would be advised by... Um, the, the medical experts. So, yep. you know, if we're serious, surely we're listing the medical experts here, if we're serious.
3: Exactly, exactly. And look, I think it, it's inevitable that it, it will happen. It's just going to be um, how, how quickly the NRO introduced it and, and how many days uh, or how many weeks those, those players will miss. And, you know, 11 could be two games. It could be one game, depending on your draw as well.
4: Mm.
1: That's right, Absolutely. MC. Absolutely. Well, even a seven-day um, set, like in the case of the Knights, they play Sunday, turn around Friday night. Like, you know, it's yeah. five days. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it ain't yeah. happening for them this week uh, with their place. Michael, um, where do you stand, mate, on the uh, ticket price? What we've been talking about this morning. By the way, our great plan, our Michigan, uh, Michigan uh, bottle scam, ain't going to happen. South fans, no, you'll get charged ninety bucks in a Roosters bay as well. So they're, they're charging Roosters fans in their bays. We've now checked, done the the research. They're getting charged $90 as well, an 80% hike to your own fans um, as well. So it's not just South fans targeted. Where do you stand on that, Michael? An 80% increase for the seats week to week? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's excessive, and
3: um, you know we want people to get. To, yeah, and it's not. You know, you know this this game's going to pack you out, but it's it's drawing people in. So will last it? week's game will, will it pack out? does at $90 well, a ticket? Close, will but- it? Mm. What, what what I feel like with, with this price, you know, you want to drag people in so when they play the Warriors, they get 30,000 people there. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you, you drag them in for other games by keeping these games cheap and, and getting them in. I know this is a marquee event, so I, I can understand um, a little bit of an increase, but it's ridiculous.
2: Did you know about the the Tier 1 club games? No. Hmm. no. No, no, no.
3: Particularly if <laughs> the big stadiums like that, I'm quite surprised.
1: Yeah. Well done, Michael. We will follow all stories as they break on the Telegraph website during the day. You have a great Tuesday. You too, fellas. Thank
3: you. Well,
1: well, man, the text line just is exploded since 7 o'clock. More coming in on all sorts of things, a lot to do around the roosters, a lot around ticket prices. Um, this one, Morning Vossi Brandy, I don't think GPS Rugby have accepted rugby league as a competitor. The Roosters sponsored a Scots College season opening party a few years back, says Dasher of Matraville, giving us a little bit of uh, feedback. Angus Crichton well, is a former Scots Cots, uh, college boy. Yep. Is that no, uh, well, f- Freddie's Freddy's young boy, Zach, is
2: at Scots College. There you go. Yep. part of the Roosters. Uh, are the, are the Saifidi twins identical? And if so, why can't Newcastle just change the boys at halftime? Who'd know? Yeah, they get they get the short haircuts. Same. Jacob had longer hair uh yeah. in the preseason challenge, which made it easy to pick. Now now he's his hair's the same as Daniel's. It's they're very hard to
1: very hard to pick. I, I oh, would say side by side, I don't know, which is I don't know. If, unless no. they're side by side I can tell them. But when they come in separately, I don't know who I'm talking to. There you go, Big Fella. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. that's the default well, clause, Big fella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least you can say well done on Origin to both of them now because they're both Origin players.
2: Well, I had a moment in the lift uh, in Queensland this year. Um, I thought it was Jacob, but Daniel had come up to watch Jacob. Jake, it was Daniel, and I said I said something to Jake. I thought I was talking to Jacob, and uh, Daniel said, "Brandy, it's Daniel."
1: Oh Oh, Daniel! Oh, so you're <laughs> saying Newcastle this week, if Daniel Saifidi was injured, Jacob Saifidi could fill in for him even though he's suspended because no one would know the difference. Correct. Cunning plan. Cunning plan. So 24 the, the after 7. Flamingo. <laughs> Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy right here on the Home of Sport SCN broadcasting out of 11.70am in Sydney. The Edgewater
2: Homes text line, it's, uh, well, it can, uh, you can have a crack at anyone. Mr. Quintessential says Vossi has the leadership group stigma gone to your head. You're now telling GPS principals how to run their rugby programs. Yep. Uh, morning sure again, please, says Barry D. Please understand the stadium will require a deep clean after the South fans that's Souths uh, fans have been in there. Uh, this doesn't come cheaply, says Barry D. Uh, Vossi, make it look easy with sports bets. Same race, multi, this autumn. Racing conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. one 800 858 858 so we say good morning to Nick Ashman from Sportsbet. The Ashman. G'day, Brandy. Hi.
5: G'day, Vossi. Yeah, I'm very good, guys.
2: Uh, up and about this week. We've got a good week of sport ahead. The AFL
5: season kicks off. Uh, we're getting, well, oh, the puzzles getting a little bit clearer, isn't it? For the NRL as well, and uh, we've got the Golden Slipper Barrier Draw this morning.
2: Okay, yeah, Golden Slipper Barrier Draw. That's always a highlight. What time's that on, Nick?
5: Nine thirty a.m. Brandy. So
2: it's look. There's a lot of barrier draws for horse racing that really
5: are largely insignificant other than being used to help promote the race itself, but this is one that is quite different uh, the reason is the twelve hundred metre start at Rose Hill is on the inside of the track, so most of the chute starts are on the outer part of the track, and when it's on the inside part, it actually makes the bend seem uh, seem you know steeper or uh, you know a bigger curve yeah, sharp if turn. you like so. Sharper yep. turn, that's the way I need to articulate it. So th- it's no surprise that Barrier 1 is the most winningest barrier, if you like, in Golden Slipper history. So at 9.30 this morning, it'll be a really important barrier draw. And, of course, as you guys know, the winner of the Golden Slipper, whether it's a Colt or a filly, goes on to be mated with, you know, the best of uh, whatever else is around. So the best, uh, the best fillies get mated with the best Colts and, and so forth. So... And we see their progeny for the next 10, 20 years to come. So it's a really important barrier draw that has a huge impact on the Australian racing landscape. And Cylinder is your your favourite. He's out the $4 now, though. Cylinder.
2: Okay, you've got some tips for Hawkesbury?
5: Yeah, look, um, Hawkesbury, guys, today, race six uh, out at Hawkesbury is an 1,800 metre maiden. Now, it might seem like a, a bit of a nothing type of race, but there's a couple of fillies in this that may end up in an ATC Oaks. Gorgeous Zara is one of them for John O'Shea. Um, she's a daughter of our man Zor, and she goes quite well. And the other one is Mountain Guest, number 11. That's the one that I like, guys. Uh, Johnny Sargent Trains, for those that don't know, he's an Oaks specialist. He's won about six or seven over the years with various fillies, both here in New Zealand. And she was very strong through the line last time out at Gosford. Over 1600 meters. For those that don't know, Gosford's a tight-turning track, and Hawkesbury, where she runs today, is a nice, big, open track, and she gets out to 1800 meters. So, at around the $7.50 mark, currently with Sportsbet, 205 to place. She represents an each-way bet all day for mine, guys.
1: Nice, nice. We're in there uh, mm. with Sportsbet. All the markets as the week goes on, we will build up. I mean. Gee, some very interesting rugby league markets coming up for this round with injuries and suspensions coming into account as well. Some more big matches. Uh, Nick, we'll talk again tomorrow. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Same race, multi, this autumn racing. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. And just a text from the Red Tiger as we go to the show, just on ticket prices. uh, Leichhardt Oval on Sunday. General admission tickets, $40. And that's just for the hill. Not even allowed to sit on those... Should he split up field seats beyond the goals at either end anymore. Love the show, says the Red Tiger. So 40 bucks on the hill at Leichhardt Oval on Sunday. Let's go to the news.
2: Vanessa, thank you. We're here for Bryden's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's lawyers. Dan, hit it.
0: Hello, Moto.
2: The Motorola open line is 1300 1170 for the best battery life in its class. Choose Motorola and the Edgewater Text line 0457. 736 736 Edgewater Homes now selling in Jordan Springs and Alara Estates.
1: Edgewaterhomes.com.au. Very good, very good. There are so many texts there. Let's try and rip through a few before we get to the Motorola uh, open line. Check out the latest smartphones from Motorola.com.au. We do the text line for Edgewater Homes. Great to have them on board. Really good company. Um, Edgewater Completed Homes now selling in Catherine Park Estate. If you'd like to have a look for yourself, Edgewater Homes. .com.au. On the text, uh, this one from J. Harris of Penrith. Rabbits are our sons. I don't quite know oh. what the purpose of that text is, but that's all it is. Uh,
2: Marcel Harris, says, you. you mentioned league in schools. Uh, NRL touches the sleeping giant for our game and ticks all the boxes for parents with concerns over injury. Uh, yet School Touch um, is developing. I, I know for the first time this summer... It was, a, it was offered as a summer sport for my, my two that awesome. are still
1: at school, Ben and Bo. So they played school touch.
2: Yeah. So that'll, that'll just great. keep
1: getting bigger. Love it for the summer. That's great. Another one, rugby will be the perfect option for both Roosters and Joseph. Uh, Joseph Swali'i we're talking about here. He can go for a couple of years or Teddy finishes his career and return in 2027. That's from the Oyster Bay Muscle. Not the number one golfer from Oyster Bay. This is the Oyster Bay Muscle. Making that point yeah see i i well i i thought I honestly thought
2: no i I've got no knowledge of you know what Joseph was thinking, but I thought he might have been a chance to join rugby uh this year like or well, at the end of this year for a few years, but he but he signed on for another season with the Roosters.
1: do you think Siliasi Venneval's enjoyed his time in rugby union as opposed um, to rugby league probably he paid not. Good coin no yeah.
2: What about yeah. Semi Radradra? The NRL had a cup, had a, a little video package of uh, some of uh, Semi Radradra's best moments for the Eels.
1: Boy, what what a yeah, what a play was! Yeah, what a great. I mean, we're talking about oh. Johnston beating Irvine's record. Radradra plays another five years in the NRL. Well, we're we're talking he be yeah. Johnston numbers. Depends mm. how long he wanted to keep playing for. Forty dollars for the hill at Leichhardt is like paying forty dollars to get gastro uh thank you for that text wow that's uh that's that's it's uh, paid for forty bucks on the hill
2: yep guys b a says uh if the n r l brings in an eleven day concussion stand down w- would or should they consider a full weekend in, be- in between the prelims and grand final like the n f l does yeah. with the super uh super Bowl well they have two weeks before the uh before the super Bowl but they don't have a week's break coming into their you know their conference finals Uh, the Super Bowl or the yeah like the NFL no the NFL don't have they they have a two week break coming into the Super Bowl but they don't have any breaks leading into that into the the, the, well we would say the grand final qualifiers they call them their their conference finals so it's just that two week break I I I, I don't know if we change anything I just think we have to I'll tell you what we we would have to do if there's an 11 day stand down for players Vossi I think I think the squads need to be bigger
1: that would be, yeah,
2: yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You think I'm of all the players think yeah, all the players that have been have failed their HIA or had a category one um, concussion this year. Like, how many players would be
1: stood down for one, possibly even two games? Mm, Squads would yeah, have to be heaps. bigger. Plenty. I buy into Joel Kane's ideas thrown out there lately. Um, just the, your bench, you don't need a specific 18th replacement player. You can have the whole bench just like Rugby Union, you know, just like the old days. Brandy, with you, what you about earlier, you have eight, nine, ten, eleven players on the bench. You can hook a halfback, mm. wing a covered. Why penalise the product in and in a, your front rower comes off and you have to sing a centre out there and redeploy? Well, no, have the whole range of players. But you can have five reserve players at any time, but you can still only make the same number of interchanges. So you've got the five yeah, yeah. players there. Jace also says on the text, maybe Spencer Lenu meant that the Roosters are the pinnacle of ticket prices. That was his point when he said they're the pinnacle. <laughs> That's good, Jace. Yeah. That's Ha-ha. very good. Uh, Brandy,
2: got my bus license coming around to pick you up. Go the Dragons, says Greg, Greg of Lily Pilly. Well, I was on the Dragons bus for a week. I'm yeah. reassessing that uh, for this week, uh, and I haven't made Ooh. a decision.
1: Yeah. Well, I see. Yeah, I'm, it's it's going to be a
2: week-to-week thing with the Dragons this year. I'm not just sort of... Not on the bus for a year.
1: Well, you can't hop on off and on the bus. It ain't a tourist bus through the city of town. It's I, well, not a free bus. I, I, I think <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff of Blackson has called in on the Motorola open line. Hello, Motor. Jeff wants to talk about concussion. G'day, Jeff.
0: G'day, Vossie. Good morning, Brandy.
1: How are you going? Good, Very well. Good Jeff. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Um, I just want to uh, make a couple of suggestions around the stand down periods uh, for players who suffer concussions. I'm a really strong advocate for. Um, what the NRL is doing because whilst is important, it pales in the significance when you compare it to someone's life and their quality of life. Um, the first suggestion is it, it gets confusing the whole number of days thing. Why don't we just say you missed the next game, you are stood down for the next game, and just take take that out of the equation? Mm-hmm. That's you know the first suggestion. The second one's yeah. far more important. I think that. Um, players who suffer repeat concussions throughout a season, the um, stand-down period needs to be longer. I think what you would need to do is someone's concussed the first time, they miss the next game. The second time in a season, they miss two games. So you double it as you go along to protect the players, mm-hmm. the clubs and, and, and everyone uh, concerned. And if any of this um, happening means a player misses a grand final, or as I said before, Missing a grand final, you miss the grand final. So that was just a couple of suggestions that I had to make because I understand that repeat concussions are a very serious problem for um, people who suffer um, brain injuries.
2: Yeah, well that's true, Jeff, and and that's right. Uh, whether they make whether they make rules like that, whether they increase the number of weeks you miss because of the number of uh, concussions or They just rely on the medical staff and doctors and they see independent doctors as well before they return to footy, um, whether that's the case. And they just have the 11 day stand down. But I guess there's lots of different thoughts going on about how we
1: handle this best. That's but thanks for your call. Thanks for your call, Jeff. Good man, Jeff, um, putting that out there. At least a system that would be the same across the board um, floated there. 17 and a half minutes to eight. As we head to the break, here's Vanessa with Sydney's traffic.
2: Steve from Ragnabelle, who's a, uh, he's a dyed-in-the-wool eels man. He says, with Teddy resigning with the Roosters, can this allow Parramatta to walk away from the Moses offer? by Swali'i to play fullback, move Gutho to six and Brown to seven. Do you think that's a better option, Steve? I, I don't know. Uh, now make your own rules at any time. Fitness and for any time. Fitness. Here's Michelle Bishop.
4: Good morning again, guys.
2: Uh, Michelle we- Andrew Bogart. What's what's Andrew saying?
4: Yeah, well, this is a bit of a, a contentious debate. He's taken to social media, again, like he does regularly, saying yesterday that a biological man would be playing in the NBL one South this season. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, it's um, a semi-professional basketball league consisting of you know your South, your North, your Central, your West, your East conferences. The tweet was confirmed by Basketball Victoria, who was working with Basketball Australia to approve an application for a transgender athlete to compete. Now, I won't name the person just for privacy reasons at the moment, but they will be playing for Melbourne. Now, Bocas's tweet went on to say, Are you okay with sacrificing the sanctity of female sport in the name of inclusion? Hashtag Girl Dads, where are you? Now, it sparked passionate debate. Two time championship winning NBL guard Matt Shanahan, whose 16 year old daughter is in actually in the same squad. Uh, that He said it raised concerns, he's, he's also the coach of the Victorian Metro Under-18 side. He said opening a massive can of worms if this is allowed. Someone else described the decision as wild. Another tweet uh, was also along the lines of, I don't care what someone identifies as, I'm still going to beat their ass on court. And as I said, plenty of support as well. They want to play ball. I have nothing but the utmost respect for this person. Go kill it, Queen. So I'm sure everyone will have a say in this. It's it's um it's uncomfortable and it's something new.
2: I'll, I'll, my say is it should not be allowed. That's my say. My say is it shouldn't be allowed. You can't have a man playing a women's sport. This.
4: Yeah, it's it my daughter in to the do side. With power,
2: I'd... strength, anything. It, it yeah. just it
4: can't happen. It's going to happen. Looks like it's going to happen.
1: Michelle, we move on to the golden slipper. Big about face for James McDonald. McDonald. He has now been cleared to ride in the Golden Slipper.
4: Yeah, the five million dollar Golden Slipper, which is obviously the richest race for two-year-olds over twelve hundred metres. Uh, A Racing New South Wales appeals panel agreed to reduce a ban for careless riding. McDonald appealed for this. It was the severity of a six metre ban for causing interference on a horse in a midweek race at the Kensington Track last Wednesday. His horse drifted out into the final stages and almost caused apprentice jockey Amy Lucas to fall on another horse just past the post. Now he's. A decent record, I guess, went a long way to, to them making that decision. Effectively, in footy terms, it's a downgrade. So he only had one careless riding ban in almost two years. Guys, not everybody's happy about this. A high-profile former analyst, uh, Brad Davidson, from Sky Racing, has taken to Twitter being very strong in his views, saying, James McDonald's clearance is a disappointing decision for our sport. When you break rules, part around safety, there has to be a consequence, and the level of leniency here has all but taken that away. Great rider, but should be on the sidelines on Saturday. Um, mm. He's got a stack of good rides too, he's on Animo, uh, he's uh, what hinged in the RANVET, uh, lost and running in the Galaxy. It's going to be a big day for the um, Mac, and it's, it is surprising in and around, we've seen a couple of really nasty falls, Craig Williams and, and Jamie Carr over the weekend and, and before that uh, there was another bad fall uh, at Flemington so yeah, it was quite surprising but he will be there on board Cylinder in the uh, big race, the $5 million Golden Slipper on Saturday at Rose Hill. All
1: right, Michelle. It sounds like you're on your way to Anytime Fitness. You've just pulled over on the side of the road and you're, you're on your way to Anytime Fitness. Just say yes.
4: I'll try and fit that in. I'm actually on my way to Belmore Oval, but yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> anytime fire, fitness, anytime tonight. An tonight.
4: fitness tonight. I just Michelle, wanted an to...
2: Anytime Fitness around Belmore. That's right. That's yeah, they're recommend. everywhere. Just...
4: They're everywhere. even yeah, went it's... to one in Canberra on the weekend, guys, at Dixon. So they are absolutely yeah. everywhere.
1: There you go. You're welcomed <laughs> at Anytime Fitness, no matter who you are or what your goals. Michelle Bishop back next hour. It is seven and a half to eight.